listening to the Taming Crazy podcast with Alicia, Deb, and Sue, where each week we'll share our views from the middle. We're talking the ups, the downs, and everything in between of being a midlife woman in today's world. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Joined by the ever so lovely Deb and Sue. Hello, girls. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you both this evening? You know what? I'm looking at photos from when I was 16 at my friend's husband's request. And I'm like, wow. Your friend's husband's request. Yes. It's 32 years this week since they started dating. And that kind of blows my mind a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm around the same thing, really. Somewhere in there. Actually, I'm more than that. I'm 30-something years. I know. A lifetime. Yeah. It's crazy, eh? When you think about it in, like, 30 years, it seems so long. (laughs) I know. It's quite scary when you look back. So, Deb, how are you doing this evening? Yeah. I'm pretty good. I, I'm yeah. <laughs> <Are> you sure? <laughs> well, I feel I have today I've been super tired and like lethargic. Just a really one of those days where you're off physically, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we seem to be having a lot of those lately. We certainly do. And I'm really not liking it. <laughs> no. no, no. So we're on day, what is it, 40, 50, who knows what oh. it is of the physical distancing rules and, you know, the complete change of life as we know it. And by now, there may be some things that you're missing. So have you found yourself missing anything other than, of course, your loved ones? And maybe you're not missing your loved ones. I don't know. But is there anything <laughs> else? <laughs> is there anything else that you're missing? Browsing. Mm. I really would miss just browsing like even in the grocery store you know taking your time and looking and going oh you know that's a nice plump tomato (laughs) 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 and and now you can't do that it's like that's a tomato that'll do and scooting on to the next thing Mm -hmm. yes taking your time Mm -hmm. yeah i do miss that too Mm -hmm. anything else sue or is that it? <laughs> Plump tomatoes. <laughs> she's, missing, she's missing fondling tomatoes. Yeah. And fruits and vegetables in general. You know, let's oh. not just leave it to tomatoes. Just no. like the whole range of things. You know, mm. like if you're going to get a, a lemon or something, you want to make sure it's nice and, and juicy. You don't want to get something that's all dry and horrible. I do no, like a juicy don't. lemon. Yes, mm-hmm. or like <laughs> for the gin and tonics is what you yes. mean, correct? Yes. 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 Deb, how about you? What are you missing right now? Well, I must say I'm not missing a heck of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's this has really made me realize that we we li- my husband and I live in a fairly isolated <laughs> lifestyle yes. just by choice. Mm-hmm. But um you know, we used to go out for dinner a couple of times a month, and I I kind of miss those, those nights. Um, but I'm not missing a lot. I I miss um, 
maybe having a reason to put makeup on and do my hair. <laughs> because, again, by choice, I'm not doing anything. No, yeah. I, no. I kind of need I, a reason. Yeah, I can see like a lipstick from here and I'm like, yeah, no. No. I'm like, I remember no. one Zoom call, like the one Zoom call where we actually used video and I'm like, Yep, that's the last time I put lipstick on. That was right at the beginning. <laughs> yes. 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 Well, I took a shower this morning and I kind of did my hair a little bit and I just threw on some mascara and I I came into the living room and my husband goes, Oh, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's used to me making an effort, but anyway. No, it, I think the same. I've only done my hair like, done something with it maybe once through this whole time I know, I know. so and I, I think I'm the same way I'm not missing much of anything other than, no. than being able to run to the shops when I feel like it which isn't very often at all but mm-hmm. you know I miss kind of looking at through home sense and yes. things like that but I do think I'm going to miss going on holidays because I love traveling, although I'm 100% behind the new airline rules about wearing a mask on planes because mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do that anyway. So I really hope that sticks around. Mm-hmm. I always think people should wear a mask on an airplane. <laughs> um, it's not all they should wear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think I'm going to miss that this year, although, you know, it might save some money if we don't go anywhere or at least it'll make us spend more money locally which of course is a good thing anyway but other than that I really don't think I'm missing much of anything at all no although I think the shopping is more I'm not missing it I'm craving it once in a while because you know when you're not allowed to do something it's like being on a diet and you can't eat something and you start to crave it or Mm -hmm. it's like you're told you can't do something so you want to do it all the more and I suppose that's part of that little you know rebellion that we kind of all have tucked away inside yeah but really I think the three of us being introverts really helps right now it does yeah I mean I have to say I'm kind of struggling to think of anything else that I'm I'm missing Mm -hmm. yeah like I mean when I say browsing I would quite happily go and browse anywhere right now and look at things like probably even princess auto would be like a good choice for me because there's plenty to look at and plenty to touch yeah oh, um, yes yeah it's just that having that the time and the space well probably not the space anymore but you know just to wander around and not go up and down arrow well and it's it is that too because you know i know a lot of people have just like gone crazy with online shopping and i just really don't find that appealing right now which is really no. strange no. I want to go to Home Depot so badly because I love to walk in and smell wood. <laughs> That's really <laughs> But I I just I love being surrounded by wood. Anyway, anyway, I was gonna change the topic before yeah. this goes down the wrong way. Let's use the term lumber. Lumber. That's the word. Lumber. Yes. I miss the smell of lumber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and, and you know what's nice about being in those types of places is, and you, I don't know if you guys, we've we've had this discussion before about small talk, but those people that work at places like 
Home Depot, chatting with them about something or you're looking for something. Those are great to me. I enjoy that. And that's a little bit of something I miss. Yes. Yeah. That type of socializing. Yes. Yeah. You know, or like in the nursery, you know, when you're going around and you're looking at plants and half the time I don't know what I'm looking for. But I like to touch the plants and read the little labels on them and put them back because, you know, they're not deer resistant. So I don't buy anything that, you know, is not deer resistant. But I miss those kind of. Yeah. You know, I was thinking today that I feel incredibly grateful to find myself in this situation that I'm in. You know, I'm still Mm -hmm. working and... Mm -hmm. You know, I've always worked from home anyway, so that hasn't changed. And being an introvert kind of helps because I can spend days by myself, no problem. My husband is now working from home too, which is kind of cramping my style a little bit. But, <laughs> you know, I do have to say how lucky we are to be in this situation. Yeah. And I think the only problem I see for myself is that I have waves of guilt, you know, that I'm not doing more and that I do have the luxury of being in this situation. And of course, I know many people are feeling the same way. But I think it's really important to understand and validate that those are normal feelings. You know, Mm -hmm. feeling guilty for not being out there on the front lines is part of being a compassionate person. So I, you know, it just occurred to me that if we don't feel guilty about not doing more, maybe we wouldn't be the compassionate, empathetic and caring people that we know we are. So Mm-hmm. So guilt is good if it's only used as an indication of our compassion. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it is weird that there is this kind of feeling that I should be doing more. And I've kind of, I don't know, I think I've kind of got over that and realizing that the best thing you can do is stay home and that you know i think it's great how that message has been put out over and over again you know just the best thing you can do for us is stay at home and keep yourself safe and well and you know don't go around picking up lots of fruit and veg and a good squeeze and letting the next person (laughs) take it yeah and Mm -hmm. so i think that's been really helpful because like you i I do feel you know very lucky because i am working from home in a job that i really enjoy and i'm able to do it from home i don't have that pressure to kind of go into an office or see people i i do kind of miss some of my colleagues yeah, I do kind yeah. of miss seeing the faces. Probably going to give them big squeegee hugs when I see them. <laughs> I think that's what my husband is going through right now. Because even though he's an introvert, he is so over these Zoom calls and these mm-hmm. Microsoft team meetings. And he's done with it. Like he said, he used to just, if somebody needed him, he'd walk up to the next floor or next office or whatever and chat with somebody face to face. But now it's constant meetings and constant yeah. phone calls. and yeah but if that's all he has to put up with I think he's doing pretty well Mm -hmm. well I have to say it's got to the stage where like I think I spoke with my manager at about 10 30 and I was like good evening (laughs) because like time no longer has any real meaning for me yeah and I think it's like that for everybody really isn't it it is it is. I heard the other day that we shouldn't even name the days anymore. And that is just this day. Yeah. Every day is this day. So It's a day. It's a day. It's yeah. day. I was thinking also today, because you know I do a lot of thinking. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's not as easy as it sounds, but I think we should look at this situation as a chance to pause. You know, if someone said to you a year ago or five years ago or whatever, 
okay, in 2020, you're going to have four to six weeks where you don't have to go to the office. You need to stay at home, but you have four to six weeks to sit down and think about how you want to live the rest of your life. What if instead of calling it, you know, a lockdown or a self-isolation or quarantine or whatever you call it, what if instead we just called it a sabbatical and instead say, how are you spending your sabbaticals? Because how often would you, we love to be told, okay, here's six weeks, you have to stay home. Mm-hmm. You know, we never get a chance to take that and I think this could be our opportunity and and obviously we can travel but we can take a staycation we can stop and think about completely rethinking everything and put a positive spin on it and I'm on sabbatical sounds much better than I'm in lockdown you know I think Mm -hmm. it's it's a positive way of thinking about something. And I think when you're thinking positively about it, it invokes a more positive emotion inside of you, which I think we probably need to do more of right now. And I've heard a few people kind of talk about it as this being a pause and, you know, kind yes. of acknowledging that it is a pause and it is an opportunity. And I think it's definitely something that my husband and I have spoken about in the past and over the last few weeks that this really is an opportunity. Like, you know, there's so much crap that goes on. This is kind of a, a really good time to sit back and think, well, you know, do I need to do that? Can we stop doing that? And I think, you know, it, it's interesting because it's not just us. It's not just Calgary. It's not just Alberta. It's not just Canada. It's like worldwide. And like yeah. I say, this is unprecedented, really. Absolutely. You know, I think if we look at it as like we've been given this rare gift, it's like our permission to step off the hamster wheel for a while and decide whether you want to step back on that same wheel when this is all over you know some maybe you don't it's almost like this I don't know once in a lifetime opportunity to look at ourselves and our life with a different lens you know in many ways the world has ground to a stop like you said it's not just localized it's the whole world and you know this has never happened before and perhaps it never will will again in our lifetime so I think it's almost like it's shining a spotlight on the things that are broken but it's also highlighting the things that are good you know the things that matter the people who matter and for me I think I'm realizing what really matters are just the simple things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you know I think the other thing is like there's so much that we don't need yes Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like well yeah sure that would be really nice but we we don't need it and I think you know kind of the whole idea of getting back to to buying local rather than from great big corporations that are completely faceless I, I find that quite exciting Mm-hmm. I think the things like buying local and not, you know, going grocery shopping or wherever you need to go as often as maybe we did in the past is I, I know for myself, I wouldn't be doing that. I think the simpler, like you said, Sue, is so much, so much, it has so much more meaning, you know, for me, the exciting part, I think when this is done is having my grandson over for a sleepover. Like I can't wait. Oh. That's, a, that's as simple as it gets, you know, yes. and he can't wait either. Oh, he's pretty excited. I think he has a list of what we're going to do and what am I going to buy him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think like you both said earlier, like we are very lucky because all three of us, you know, are still working. But these families that both parents have lost their jobs, you know, 
the financial loss. I think their future, completely different outlook and loneliness and financial loss, their mental health. I think there's that, you know, that other group of people that um, I can't imagine what they're going through. Yeah. You know, we are in midlife and we do have the luxury of looking back. You know, and I think that, you know, some of us might have those choices of not stepping back onto that same hamster wheel. Yes. And, you know, that does come with midlife. And Mm -hmm. my priorities are completely different than my kids who are young adults, you know, and I Mm -hmm. do. I am very, very thankful for that. Yes, totally agree. Yeah, it's definitely a like. I think my my boys definitely they're missing the social aspect of things, despite the fact that they're talking to somebody all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm not entirely sure who, but can't wait to see how they're going to react to being able to go back out and see their buddies and mm-hmm. you know have those real time conversations and you know do things face to face. Yeah. Whereas, you know, there is a big part of me that's kind of like, I'm really not looking forward to things going back to to that whole old normal. I've heard a lot of people saying that, Sue, especially um, people now with teenagers who they, these families have reconnected with, mm-hmm. you know, and they're doing the family games and whatever at home and how many of them are now not looking forward to, you know, what's to come yeah. or whatever that would be, I'd you know different for every family I guess but and I, I would definitely feel the same way yeah and maybe yeah. we won't go back to the normal we used to know you know That's I think right. yeah. there will be changes going forward because there has to be for our health but mm-hmm. I'm wondering now if people will just rethink that we don't need massive mortgages and we don't need big fancy mm-hmm. cars and you know I think people will start to rethink what they actually need and not what they want to keep up with the Joneses kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah. Because I think, you know, a lot of people are in financial situations that perhaps they don't need to be in. I'm not Mm -hmm. speaking for everybody, but, you know, we have lived in a consumer driven world for quite a while Mm -hmm. and we all get caught up in it, you know, in some ways. So I think maybe if anything good comes out of that, maybe it is that we start to kind of reevaluate what's important. And, you know, a lot of times you can live a more simpler life and be happy. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was interesting, you know, to start off with the, all the car companies seem to still be pushing their ads and, you know, sort of like, it was like, yeah, you know, buy this, buy that. And then it kind of slowed down a little bit and it was like, oh, you know, buy this, but we'll give you, you know, so many more months of interest free and this, that and the other. And then it turned into thanking people for doing things. And I'm like, nah, I just don't need a big car. I don't need a, a big, fancy, expensive, shiny anything no no i mean if somebody was to give me one i would be more than happy <laughs> absolutely open to being given a big new shiny car yes but you know i look at the cost of things and i'll, I'll always say oh my god you could buy a house for that i mean yeah. you can't but you know in my mind i'm still going down that road you know when you yeah. think of people buying big trucks for 80 dollars and they just think oh my goodness my first house was less than that Mm-hmm. And I do know things change, but I really can't see paying prices for these big fancy things. But sorry, car industry, I guess I, I'll get off that now. <laughs> so, You're not going to be getting a new vehicle anytime no, soon I'm, from I them. I'm going to leave them alone and stop picking on them. So I think 
this is a time where we should say to everyone to use this time to breathe. You know, like mm -hmm. Sue said, you know, pause, take mm -hmm. a deep breath and really think about what we want to take into the future. And if something makes you miserable, perhaps this is the perfect time to reevaluate things. Yeah. Yeah. And if something feels like it's dragging you down and it's not sparking any sort of joy in you, then let it go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a poem by Rumi that I've often seen linked to times of change or uncertainty. And it goes like this. The breeze at dawn has secrets to tell you. Don't go back to sleep. You must ask for what you really want. Don't go back to sleep. People are going back and forth across the door sill where the two worlds touch. The door is round and open. Don't go back to sleep. Basically what he's saying, and of course everybody has their own interpretation, but I like to think he's saying to just like open your eyes and be present and not fall into that same old autopilot mode that we get into. You know, there's always mm -hmm. a door that we can step through. You know, it's called change and we can go through it whenever we choose to. So maybe now is the time not to go back to sleep and back to the same old thing, but to actually look at what your options are. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I think everybody has had to make changes and adjustments to the way they live their life, whether they wanted to, whether they planned to, just because this is the way things are. And, you know, you have to basically be compliant at the moment. You know, they, they don't have to be those really massive changes. They can be tiny little things. But if it makes a difference, then, you know, just do it. If it makes you a little bit happier, if it makes your life a little bit more simple, then do that. You know, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be life changing or or altering. It's just, you know, what can you do that kind of helps you get a little bit more, I don't know, peace, space, breath, whatever in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think especially now that we see, you know, in a lot of places, restrictions are starting to be lifted in a lot of ways. You know, the world is starting to kind of open back up. And I think before we step into the same old thing again we need to open our eyes before we do and be present because there are a lot of things that we do and that we just do because we always do it mm -hmm. it's just the little things like you said sue you know it's seeing if there's a change that you can make that will make your life easier happier simpler whatever it is I don't know whether this feeling has all happened because we're in this situation that we find ourselves in, but I do think we need to not waste this time. Maybe that's what it is. I don't want to waste this time. Deb, what do you think? Well, as you guys know, autopilot's my middle name. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, I like living simple. I, I think I, I live fairly simple, you know, as it is. But for me, to make any sort of changes is actually a lot of work. Like, <laughs> yeah. change is difficult for me. <laughs> so I really have to be very conscious of, um, you know, if I want to change something, it's work. It's, I, I can't do that easy. Hmm. So I'd have to, I have to work on, and it's like a repetitive thing that I have to think about and I have to almost get it into my routine. It, it's just the way, you know, my brain is. So is there a change that you've made? sort of like for now for the way we're living that you're going to continue with do you think to be honest you I don't think there's a real change that I've made during this time because not much has changed for me mm -hmm. you know in in my daily not a lot at all in fact 
But would you like to see something different? Would I like to see something different? Yeah. <laughs> well, that I'm going to have to really think on. <laughs> <laughs> That's very spontaneous for me. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I always, I'm a person I, I need to work on myself, my personal self. So there would definitely be things that I would, I would probably bring in, into my life. Yeah, I mean, thinking about it, I don't know whether I've really made any massive changes. I think it's more look, looking at things in a more basic way instead of complicating things like I tend to do. Yeah, and see, I don't have that. So I don't have that way. You guys are very, imaginations are, are flocking. Running wild. Too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a really good word then. A nice way to but, say um... it. <laughs> Yeah, like the taming crazy, you know, it's... Yeah. But, um, <laughs> That's something that we have to work on all the time, is taming crazy, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I mean, we're never... I mean, yeah, we're, we're never going to experience anything like this again. You know, we've no. made it into the history books. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that, you know, the longer this has gone on, the thing that I have noticed is an inward change. You know, at first I I was like everybody else where there was I had to work on the anxiety and get rid of the anxiety. And I was worried and I, you know, I was unsure of everything. But I think the longer this has gone on, the more I've accepted the situation and, mm -hmm. you know, know that we're, we're all going to be OK and we will get through this and life won't be the same as we know it but maybe that's a good thing you know mm -hmm. I, I think it's been an inward change and not something that's outward for me yes yeah mm -hmm. uncertainty is is difficult for a lot of people but I think change doesn't have to be a negative thing it can be a really good thing so mm -hmm. yeah and like strangely enough a colleague and I were talking about this I don't know on one of the days could have been recently could have been weeks ago to be honest <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> yes. and I'm sure he'd say the same <laughs> and it was we were saying we both very much enjoy change and we you know we'll kind of try to bring about change and you know for us it, it's quite enjoyable but we we both said strangely enough that it's change for the right reasons you know having a purpose to it not just change for the sake of change yeah. you know not just change on a whim you know, sort of like, oh, well, let's just do this. Although there are days when that's fine as well. You know, kind of managing your way through it because I think that's what gives you time to, to make all the transitions that you need to make to kind of bring yourself along. And Because it's that whole thing of changes something external to you, whereas the transitions are very much more internal and kind of with one comes the other and you've got to kind of make your way through that. And some people like that and some people just like to take a little bit more time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And some people like to put it off. Or don't do it at all, Deb, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times people will look at change as a negative thing. Mm -hmm. I like changing things because I get bored very, very easily. So, you know, even if I'm doing something that's monotonous, you know, I'll start from the beginning and then I'll get bored and I'll start from the end and work my way this way. And my husband be like, why are you doing it that way? And I'm like, well, to change it up, you know, like, mm -hmm. so it's funny that, you know, Deb and I have such different brains, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's yeah. also interesting, you know? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's funny, like you say, <laughs> because I've been working on this monstrously large spreadsheet 
and I've worked at it from one end and I've worked at it from the other end and I've changed yes. colours and it's all different colours and everything and I'm like, I think it looks beautiful. <laughs> That's how spreadsheets should be and I yeah. I totally get that, totally. Yeah. Me not so much. <laughs> oh if you send me something and it's all kind of black and white, then you can guarantee I'm going to change yes. the colour of the font at the very least. <laughs> that is so funny. It's funny, Sue, because if we're working on a certain thing for work and I send it to Alicia and it's pretty black and white, straight, like, that's it. It's just got the information. It's black and white. <laughs> It comes back and it's like, boom. <laughs> it's like, and I always look forward to it because I know what's going to happen. And then like, let's, so I've learned to, to now sit, like, just think to myself, I wonder how this is going to come back, you know? <laughs> and it's completely modified. <laughs> oh, I've just made some slight changes. And it's like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, nothing significant. <laughs> but there oh. is purple. I know. That's right. Yeah. There might be a word on there that I had put on there. <laughs> it's like amazing. <laughs> but you know, these things should be visually pleasing. Oh, it's just, even my emails, like they're very straightforward. And in fact, they're probably called as we've discussed before. <laughs> So I sent it to Alicia and it's like, okay, yeah, that's better. <laughs> well, I sent one to my boss for her to proofread today before it goes out to a load of our partners. And I'm like, this may be a bit blunt. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she's going to have to fluff it up. But like, even when emails come into my e email box, like I've got them all colour coded. So like my manager's one colour, our admin's another colour, my colleagues a different colour again. If it comes from like senior leadership, it turns bright red and the font goes extra big. Yes, yes. <laughs> but that's what your brain goes to, right? Because I think your brain has to hit a focal point. So when you're looking at something mm -hmm. big, if you're looking at like a cat, <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about. If you're... <laughs> That's what she said. Um, stay okay, with it. Stay, stay with board. it. Okay. Yeah. So if you're looking at something, your brain needs to have focal points. So you look for colors and you look for certain visual mm -hmm. things. So Deb's like black and white, straight down the middle, like no emotion, like da 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 da. It's like, well, no. symmetrical. <laughs> where are my eyes going? <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny, I've kind of, I think if I was in the office, I would have done less of that. But it's like with being at home, it's like, oh, well, I'll I'll just change it so it suits me. <laughs> and I think this is why people think I'm an extrovert. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that could be, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not. I just, just like colours. I am an ambivert and this has been really, really good to kind of, because I think I am mostly an introvert. So, you know, I've quite enjoyed this and I'm still quite enjoying it. But I do miss that social side, but I kind of want the social side to be on my term. Yes, there's rules. Mm -hmm. There's rules to those kinds yes, of things. Yes, like, like you've had an hour of my time. Or like we'll go to a meeting and Deb will look at my face and it's like, oh, she's hit a wall. Let's go. She's done. <laughs> she is done for the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's wrap it up. <laughs> <So I'm> like, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a very small window of when I'm like extroverted and then it's like Ooh. but as I get older that window is getting much smaller I have to say yeah it's definitely harder to work with now we're in a real tight <laughs> crunch <laughs> I've got 10 minutes I can yeah. see <laughs> is there anything on this topic that you want to add whatever topic this is I don't even know yeah, I'm a bit lost now. What were we talking about? <laughs> I want to leave you with another poem because that's how I am rolling today. This one you may have already be familiar with because it's been making the rounds on social media. But it's by Kitty O'Mara and it goes like this. And the people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played games and learned new ways of being and were still and listened more deeply some meditated, some prayed, some danced, some met their shadows, and the people began to think differently, and the people healed, and in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed, and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses, and made new choices, and dreamed new images, and created new ways to live, and heal the earth fully, as they had been healed. Stay safe, everyone, and until next time, bye for now. Bye. Bye. You should do a recording of that and just put it as a meditation. That was lovely. It just, it goes very well with your voice. I was going to say, like, Alyssa's voice is should be doing the meditation. Yeah. See, this is I zone out. Because it puts me, it rests when, me. when I'm trying to give a speech at a meeting, she's asleep in her chair. <laughs> <laughs> Before you go, we legally have to tell you that all the opinions and information we share on this podcast is based on our own personal experiences and should never be taken as professional advice. We may sometimes sound like we know what we're talking about, but the Taming Crazy podcast is for entertainment purposes only, so please consult with a qualified professional for any and all health advice. Thanks for listening. Bye.